Welcome back to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single, independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hashtag Single. I am Jeanette Bonner, your host. I have some really awesome guests with me today. We're very excited to have a really great conversation. I have Leah. Leah, thank you for being on the podcast with me. Thank you for having me. And our voice of the patriarchy is Darian. Oh, I hate the way that sounds. <laughs> Hello. Everyone does. The and voice I take, of the patriarchy. I take Yikes. a lot of delight in it, actually. Wow. I had, I've harsh. never been hit that way before. So that's, yes. Okay. Thank you for representing the patriarchy. Wow. Uh, yeah. Just being here. Um, so... <laughs> Um, so we, Leah and I are going to have an amazing conversation and then, uh, we'll check in with you and see how, how uh, everything lands with you and see if anything's come up, um, and hear about your experience. How's that feel? Sounds good. Great. Cool. Great. All right. Let's get started. <laughs> Leah, what is going on in your dating, dare I say, love life? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she gets right into that's it. That's what, that's where we begin. <sighs> it's Honestly, it's how can I put this in like a non-threatening way? Since they all think I'm threatening, I think that's the first. Uh, a lot of men think they call, they say that I'm intimidating because of what I do. Oh, um, so I get that a lot. Wait, um, get into that a little bit more for people so, who don't know you. Um, so I go by Leah V. Um, that's my my name now, uh, which is really cool. It sounds like a superhero name. Yeah, or like a rap star. That too. Who, that's what so, I love that I said that like Leah I was v. like like my mom. You're like a rap star. Oh. <laughs> okay, boomer moment. <laughs> I know, right? I just aged myself by 25 years. Right. Um, yeah, so I am a body positive activist, a, an author. I travel around the world doing commercials and print campaigns. Um, yeah, I am a badass and I do a lot of stuff. I have two master's degrees. Hell yeah. And... Um, and that's why you're on hashtag single by the by. Okay. We love, no, we love yeah. to celebrate strong, Thank independent, you. badass women. And yeah. like that's, you radiate that. So congratulations you. to you. Yeah. Own it. Don't apologize. I'm doing it. so many different things. And um, every time I try to um, get into like the, just even dip my pinky toe in it. It's just like, oh my God, you're so intimidating. Like for instance, really? I was on a dating app a long time ago. And um, so now I'm showing my age. Uh, I'm also a boomer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm 32, but um, <laughs> close. But uh, yeah, so I was on a dating app and I put that um, I was a model. This is like before I kind of like blew up, blew up. Mm -hmm. And this guy swiped right on me. Yeah. And the first thing he says is, wow, you model? That's so intimidating. And I'm just like, so why did you swipe on me? If I was so scary to you, why did you do that? Maybe it was like a backwards compliment. Like but I, you, he's trying to be like, oh my God, you're an amazing person. Oh, I, so I don't sweet. know. I'm you're trying so to understand men. No, well, also. it's because I've gotten it so many different times from different men that it's always a reoccurring thing that I'm too much or like I've come, I've, I'm just too much for them. Or there's education wise, or I think I know it all. Um, and they just... 
I is think it your, is insecurity there. Is I it feel your like. accolades that's too much for them? Or is it like your, is this when you meet them, like your persona? Um, I try to actually tone it. I'm a Leo, so I can be a little aggressive and assertive, which I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm not. Uh, but with, with me and I do try to be like, you know, like just like, you know, normal, whatever. And then um, when they ask me what I do, I lay it all, lay it all on the table. Why wouldn't you? And yeah. then it's just like, oh, oh, wow, you do so many things. Or they'll be like, they'll get really super insecure and be like, oh, well, my life's not as like glamorous as yours. And I'm like, yours, but what yeah. are you talking I, What are you talking about? Like, don't let this overshadow. Like, like I want to hear more about you. And a lot of them won't tell me about themselves after I tell them about myself. Um, so I started doing this thing where I don't tell people what I do anymore. I tell them I'm a writer and I know that's really, really bad, but it just, it, I feel like what I do overwhelms people. And so like, I okay. don't really feel like having that conversation with them. When the conversation does come up, it's just like, okay, so now what do you do? And I tell them and then it happens again. So it's just like, I, 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 I buy into the idea of overwhelming people with too much information first, right. but it makes me so effing angry that you would have to like dim down your accomplishments to make a guy feel comfortable about his own life. Like that right. on an, on an, a feminist level is probably why I am single like that. Same. Is, is like not okay. <laughs> I know. It's fucking infuriating. I know it is. It was just like, yeah, that's what, and that's why I paused dating because then I found myself doing it and I'm very feminist too. Very, yeah. very intersectional feminist. And I was just like, okay, this is not you. And so if they can't take it, then you just don't need to be dating right now. I'm, I'm in support so, of that very much. Yeah. Like if, if you can't be your whole full self, then why bring a fraction of you to dating, which isn't the truth anyway? They're going to find out. <laughs> they can just Google me. <laughs> I love that it's, they're going to find out. They're going to find out like, who I am. That I've been keeping secrets I know. about my true identity. Like, what do you do? I'm a writer. <laughs> like, that's it? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Need to, but anyway, yeah, tell right, me about your dog. <laughs> it's not important what yeah, I write. It's, yeah, it's it's that. And then on the other side of the dating thing, when I do find someone, it's usually, so I'm very, like, I'm a plus size model and I'm very curvy. I'm a bo- I'm bottom half curvy. And a lot of men objectify me. So there's this thing going on in the body positive movement and just with like the body autonomy movement is that um, there are certain body types that are overly sexualized and other body types. And usually black women are hypersexualized. And then if you're curvy on the bottom um, or have big boobs and you're over, you know, you're, you're seen as hypersexual, even though you may or may not be just because mm. based on your body type. Yeah. And so when I date guys, I also notice that that's the first thing they um, latch on to is body type. Um, I actually had a date recently, not recently, but a couple months ago um, with this guy. He seemed really educated, really nice. I was excited. Like, oh, this is this might be it. You know, I can have me a little boo. And he actually went to lunch and he seemed like a nice person. And then he told me, he says, you know what? I really like curvy girls. And I was going to ask you for your measurements because I couldn't see your body type through the gown you had on at the show. And I was just like... You're going to ask me, ask me my fucking measurements. I was like, you sound like a creep. Number one, number two, like that's not something you asked somebody. Did you call him out on yes, it? Yes, I did. Good. Girl, Good you know you. I did. I was just like, <laughs> Good. Wait, what is like cattle? I need to know that. I was that's just like, like, I was going to ask, can you imagine? It's not okay for anybody. To, like, like lit- for any woman ever, <laughs> literally no man needs to know what your not just like your shape. Yeah. Your I'm just side. like my measurements. measurements. Yes. Like, I was just like, inches? yes. And then I was like, do you, do you know how you sound right now? He's like, I'm like, you sound. I was like, are you a fucking mathematician? He's, he's like, well, I do like yes. math. I'm like, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. That's not what I'm asking you. And so I get that a lot. It's just like, so now oh what God. I do is if men ask me, um, men, like if they say anything about, and this is like, I also need therapy too. So this is like, you know, um, 
if men make any comments about my body type, it's immediate cutoff. And my sister said that it's kind of like, because what if it's like something nice? I'm like, no, 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 I don't want men to talk about it, talk about it at all. So whether it's good or bad, honestly, I don't really care. And so now I'm at the point where it's like, I've been like objectified so much by men, like on the street, on dating apps, just in my ex that I don't even want them even talking about it. Yeah. But that's your deal breaker. That's your boundary. And you're totally entitled to have that. Like everyone's entitled to any, whatever their boundaries are. You don't need to apologize for that. Yours happened to be around that because it's been abused. Basically. And it's like, it's so sad that that I can't be like... I, this actually came up in a recent podcast. We were just talking about how women are not able to receive physical compliments at all anymore because your first impulse is don't talk to me. So it doesn't even matter if a guy is legit complimenting you. I like your jeans. I'm like, shut up. You know, like, do not talk about what I'm wearing. Do not talk yep. about what I look like. Yeah. Because we've been um, objectified on the street in hollaback culture, just on the internet in general, just with the male gaze, it's become a problem that we can't, it's ruined it. Basically. Some like a a large number of assholes have ruined it for everyone. And you're like, you're not allowed to compliment me basically, unless I've known you for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I know it's genuine. Basically. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not crazy then. Absolutely not. (laughs) Because my sister is like, he just said, he just said that. I'm like, yeah, but no. But again, like it doesn't matter if you're the only person in the universe that has a problem with that, like that's your deal breaker, that's your boundary, and that should be enough for people to not have to question. Right. In my humble opinion, Bloop. you are you are entitled <laughs> to whatever it is doesn't work for you. Yeah. yeah, I hear that, and I can see why um, dating online would be really, really hard. Online and in person too, because they they do it to really? be in person too. Yeah. So how are you dating? I'm not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I want to, but it's just like, how do you, and also like, just like, just to preface the situation, I was married for like 10 years. Okay. I got married super young, like at 19. And oh, so wow. then, um, he did me so dirty at the last, the, the last two years. And so I was very like traumatized from that. Uh, after that, I was just throwing my pussy at everybody. And I'm saying that very lightly. Um, <laughs> cause like, <laughs> just like anyone, can, that's a light anyone can get way. it. <laughs> very light for me i was like anyone can get it it's even it's so embarrassing like i hope they never come forward because it's so embarrassing but anyway uh beyond the point so i was throwing it at everybody and at well, a certain wait, point we pause that for a second because how is that any different than a guy going around no that's true and like throwing his dick at whatever that moves. is true how for is me that- personally like i'm i was doing it for the wrong reasons like i was doing it to fill a void because he had left and it had d- d- it, it demolished like very very bad and We've i was in pain and i was i was i was treating these men the way um men treated women or cheating men cheated women and i was using them for their bodies that was a problem yeah it feels and for me i don't like want you're hurting. yeah Absolutely. i didn't want We've to treat them that. like that and so um i was like i just has to stop and then i just basically figured like um let me get myself together, get my brand together. Um, and then I dipped a little bit back in dating, but then some situations happened where I was just like, to, like a dude will do friend zone with me. And I was like, I'm so hurt. Oh my God, am I ugly? Am I fat? And then <laughs> I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And then um, it's been like spot situations, but most of them have either been intimidated by me or objectified me. So I was just like, this is too tiring for me to deal with. Yeah, it's exhausting. And I, I truly feel, and this is one of the reasons I started the podcast, is that it's broken on so many levels. The first level being just like, communication like the apps were not built for us to communicate properly it's you know 
or to create a relationship through a proper communication. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're doing bits and pieces of, Hey, and four days go by and they're like, Oh, Hey, I forgot about you. How are you doing? How's your work day? It's not a way to like build any kind asking of you what are you doing two hundred thousand times. Oh my god! And you, and you tell them the same thing, and I keep asking, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Are you fucking that kidding endless me?" Endless loop. Ask you what I'm doing, and it's over. Like I'm not even kidding. Like <laughs> I've gotten to that place as well. I've gotten to that place where I'm just like the minute like, it's so like, "How's over. your day?" It's like exhausting. But I I have been trying to approach dating with empathy and be like, okay. "Okay, it's hard to start a conversation with a stranger. Most men are not great." communicators so they don't know what else to ask okay even though i've written an entire profile of interesting <laughs> things about me right it's like ask you me not... how my day is going that's fine i'm okay with that i'm gonna put that on my next profile don't ask me how my day is going <laughs> they're gonna like, be like what's left what's she's left to talk feminist, about and that's why she's ruining society <laughs> talk about her day <laughs> I wonder if it would be better if you were like, who are you, who are you going to vote for? <laughs> oh, I'm not even. Uh, <laughs> like, you know they... what I mean? Like, would you rather have a really bland uh, question opener or like a really intense potential debate topic as a starter? Uh, honestly, it's, it's, I don't even they know. Both suck. <laughs> That's one of those would you rather sure. moments. Yeah. Um, so back to you, because I interrupted you. Um, you were just talking about, like, your journey from marriage back into dating. Right. Just hor- which is hard. It's very hard. Were there any nice moments to it? Dating or and the marriage? Any of, the, oh, any, of the, <laughs> any of it. The marriage. How did you and your, how did you and your, your partner meet? Your okay. So ex-husband Husband, but okay. he um yeah so basically what happened was i was dating so i'm also muslim so i was dating this um not only dating but i had this infatuation with this non-muslim boy and i already knew what it was about to be but i was like i'm gonna ride this all the way and i was also homeschooled so i was like i was muslim and homeschooled so i was very sheltered and um i met him at taekwondo i'm a black belt in taekwondo oh. Oh my God, that's like the only right and so he was just like and i was very, i was like well i'm still fat now but i was like i was like fat when i was younger too and so um he liked me even though i was really fat and everybody else was like throwing their selts at him he was like a bad boy from detroit and i was like oh he likes me and i'm fat and i had like really self, self like low self-esteem and stuff like that so that, that really like touched my heart but he was so very very hood like he was from detroit hood and so i was like not and also like muslim and so we um had this like uh relationship but not like it wasn't like physical or anything like that um he stuck and called me i stuck and called him so my mom you know she i don't want to freak out because uh in islam you're not supposed to date um so i was just like we had to keep this on a low low and he was okay with that and so I became very obsessed and infatuated with him. And um, he had ended up going to the Marines. And like my, I was in college at the time. And I'm just like, I was 17 and in college because I graduated early. And so I was like, I'm going to run away with him to California. And then so one day he sent me flowers to my house. And my mom was just like, my Muslim name is Amira. So she's like, Amira? I'm like, yes, mom. She's like, you have flowers at the house. There's a note attached to it. I was like, I'm going to be (laughs) fucked up when I get home. I'm about to be fucked up. And I was like, mm-hmm, be home shortly. <laughs> so I went home and she's like, shockingly, she didn't like say anything. She's like, oh, who's this? And I'm like, he's from Taekwondo. And she's like, how have you, how you guys been talking? I'm like, on and off for a couple years. And I'm going to see him tonight because he's back from he's back from the Marines. And she was just like, mm-hmm. 
she didn't say anything. Okay. And I was like, this is so scary. She always beats me. I'm so scared. And so, not beats me, but, you know, she gave me a couple of weapons. But, yeah. So, but she was, like, very, she always flies off the hinge. She's a Virgo. And so, <laughs> I went there, and I noticed at that moment that this was not going to work out. Because I was Muslim. He was Christian. It just wasn't going to work out. And, like, um, so I broke it off in a very mean way because... I had problems at that time. I broke it off in a mean way. I like to, I like tore all his letters up and I sent them back Aww. to him. I told him it was over and it was like it hurt my feelings. So how I met my ex-husband is because I was very, very down for two weeks. My friend oh, was wait, like, he's not the ex-husband? No. Oh my God, plot twist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> T. Oh my God. So what happens is like, so I started hanging out in Highland Park, which is very, very, again, very like um, ghetto hood, very, very like, there's like abandoned buildings and abandoned houses and it's like low-income families. And so my friends live there. So I was like, I'm going to go hang out with them. And so um, one day I went to my friend's friend's house and there was this boy who was acting super weird. He looked very weird and I'm just like who is that boy downstairs and like that's my little brother i'm like what the fuck is he like 12 or something like no he's like he's like 18 i was like whatever he's ugly i'm like don't call my brother ugly i'm just like he's ugly and the next day they're like oh my god he likes you so much you should go out with him i was like oh god i'm so tired and they're like no he really likes you like come on i'm just like fine we can do a little double date or whatever so we end up doing double date and i'm just like yuck and then the next time he was just like so loving and so just like warm and quiet just the opposite of me and i'm just like i love him and so then that's how that that started how long did you date before you got married we dated on and off like because we were very young we're like 17 to like 19 um so like on and off for two years and then we ended up getting married when we were 19 was there any resistance from your family to get married at 19 so it wasn't really resistance from my side because my family's pretty pretty broken um my mom wasn't really in my life like that she was like in and out kind of sort of because we were going through some stuff um his family was very tight-knit um but also very trashy as well um and so his but like so like you know how like certain religions like on the top and surface you look so great but underneath you're very trashy that's how his family is like surface it looks really great mm-hmm. underneath very very fucked up so but his father like was amazing that's like the only person i loved in the family but so his father knew that he was like sneaking out and going to see me and stuff like that and he's like islamically like you need to marry that girl because like you can't keep doing this um were they muslim too yes okay and i'm just like Okay, let's do it. And of course, we didn't know shit about were you, life. Were you both virgins when you got married? Yes. Oh my gosh. So that That's also intense. was like a very intense, like just togetherness because we basically grew up together. Yeah. Um, and so when it ended, it was very, very horrible because it's like I didn't expect that to happen. And also, I put like 10 years of because like he basically didn't know how to write a check when I first met him. He didn't know how to do anything because his family was very, they coddled him. And, like, I grew up from a very single mom, very strong. So, basically, I became a mother figure. Yeah. Which is very not good in a relationship. (laughs) So, which I didn't know that at the time. No. So, yeah, that happened. Um, And then it ended really badly. So... I'm really sorry to hear that. It's okay. It's really intense when people, like, fall in love so early. And I've had a couple... Heard some stories of people telling they were going to get married. And this happens like culturally in America, in certain states and and in certain areas of the country where the value is to get married early, like right after college or in college. But people don't take into consideration like the person you are at even 22 Mm -hmm. and who you're going to be at 32 are vastly different human beings. Like there's so much growth in that. How can you possibly... Oh, they say, you you don't know who you're going to fall in love with. And I was like, oh, no, I know. And I'm like, I just think about like how I ch- how often I change. I have changed as a human being. 
like who I am now is not even who I was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. If I'd married someone when I was 30, I would, I don't know that we would be together because that's not, we don't want the same things. Yeah. And now I look, I look at marriage differently now, I think, because like as a growing up as a Muslim, or if you're like a devout, like Christian or Jew, cause it's the same values mm-hmm. of like, you need to get married and stop like fornicating. It's like, that's across the board Pretty religion much, yeah. across the board. Yeah. Same thing. We're like we're so different. Like, are we really, are we fucking <laughs> really the same we're the same people? Like stop hating each other. But anyway, um, it's just like that. Get married early. Like, um, this completes you once you get married. Yes, and once you start having children, much. that can, that's like the end all be all. Yes. And it's just like, now I look at marriage, like go, coming from a long marriage and like getting divorced and seeing other people in my community get divorced and how horrific and oppressive it was for women. Um, I definitely look at marriage differently. Um, I don't necessarily believe in it. And all Muslim mm-hmm. friends are like, please don't say that. That's the pinnacle of the religion. I was like, I'm so sorry, honey. I want to, but I don't believe in it. And so um, I'm not closed off to it. I just don't believe in it for the most part. And like, that's such a heavy thing to say as a Muslim. They don't want you to say that. What is it that makes you sort of dissociate from marriage? I just seen so many failed. Yeah. And then also just the way it turns people. Like it just makes them so evil. And I'm just like, why are you doing? I mean, you're a little biased. Why can't this just be amicable? Like, I see a little bit of sprinkle, a little bit of you know mess on the top. That's okay. But to have like whole situations and com- communities involved, and like names getting dragged, and people just like crying, and other women and other kids, it's like, why are you doing this? Like, right. just be like, you know what? I don't think this is gonna work anymore. I don't love you anymore, or you're not satisfied. Whatever the case may be, it's just like all the dragging and hurt, and just like disgust that comes with my divorce and other women that I've seen have get, gotten divorces. It's like, it's unnecessary. Like, come on, you Truly. guys, just be, just be like truthful with yourself. Like, I know it hurts when you'd be like, I don't want to be with you no more, but honestly, I'd rather that than all the other extra stuff. Than that, divorce. So yeah. you think your is the goal like long-term partnership without the societal structure of marriage? Um, yeah. Although I do want a wedding or some type of, <laughs> Big or party, just, no, honey. because the first time I, we didn't have a big <laughs> wedding, it was very small. I was in my living room. It was super, like, it was super stupid. Yeah. Actually, okay, I don't even count my first marriage because we didn't even have like a situation. <laughs> anyway, so I'm a real. <laughs> I need some kind of ceremony that's really fancy. I like okay. to get dressed and I but like parties. Wants that. I think ninety percent of the time people get married so they can have a wedding. I'm not even lying that is to you. True. That is like it's so beautiful. All your family and friends, and music and a cake. Yeah, I do like it's, cake. It's like having everybody come and yeah, everyone you love come and give you attention for the day. And I also just think it's fun to throw like a giant party that people are mandated to come to. Yes, it's not like a birthday party where people are like nah, I might drop by later, and you're like, no, it's my wedding. <laughs> right, you, you have to be there. Clock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I can just have a ceremony, um, like just a ceremony and stay of our love. Maybe That's, just yeah, not like a the vow wedding. Yeah, like exchange, something cute. Something like that. Some millennial. Let's just yeah. change the name, but it's the same thing. <laughs> my my issue millennial. with marriage is that, um, like, I definitely am into long-term partnerships and committed relationships. My issue with marriage is that I have noticed people slipping into very specific gender roles, whether or not they were like very independent women when they were single. And I think, I don't know where that, I mean, I do know where that comes from. Like that's how we've been socialized to like, like, this is what a marriage looks like. This is what a partnership looks like. And I, I have issues with the prescribed gender roles that are inherent in marriage, like 
the women being the cleaner and the housekeeper yeah. and the caregiver and the man being the breadwinner, even when the woman is also earning income. Oop. Like, you know. Yeah, I saw that too. It's just like, if you, my thing is, if you want that traditional, traditional, I need you to take it all the way to 100%. Don't fucking be like, yeah, my wife has a job, but also has to do all these things. It's like, uh, no, no, no. For her to be all the way, okay, homemaker, I'm gonna need you to do all of that. So, no, she not working no job, bruh. Like, honestly, like, and I see that, I'm just like, this is not fair. Because, right. like, why are you working, but also taking care of kids, but also taking your, care of well, his stuff, actually, and also, like, doing all this stuff. Also, you're working full-time job, and your man just basically works and doesn't do any of the house stuff. And I'm nuts. just like, mm, this is not... You, you tried a, it. You did of, try there's it. There's a lot of women that actually want to be at work and continue to, and to go back to work. Right. So, that's part of it. Um, I mean, but, which is fine, but it's like, I'm, you're working full time, but you want your wife to be the homemaker, but also she's working full time. That's bullshit. That's not how you do it. If you wanted to do it, then do it all the way. Right. So I think there are some like really progressive couples that are aware of that. But in general, what I find is that people just, even after like, they're really good at the beginning and then they just sort of accidentally slip into these gender roles. Right. Like it drives me crazy that when I'm in the car with my parents, my dad always drives. My mom is not allowed to drive the car. And I'm all, what? Why? Why is that? She's like, it's easier. It's easier if he drives. And I'm like, huh. on who? Oh, okay. He can't handle you driving the car and him sitting. But why is dad the driver of the family car? Like even that, as simple as yeah. that, as stupid as that. And like, why is dad the driver of the car and mom is the maker of the dinner? Where did that come from? I mean, I know where it came from, yeah. but like, why, why do we subscribe to that? Yeah, I that, think sometimes it's like she said, sometimes it's comfortable, aka easier. Right. Um, to just let people do what they're gonna do. Um, so I think it's just like comfort thing. Sometimes when you go against the grain, like what I felt when I used to go get go against the grain when I was married, people wanted me to be um a mother and a homemaker and I never wanted to be a mom. Hmm. And like in a lot of Muslim communities, like you need to have a baby for your husband. Like that's you need to do it's that. Like a gift. To, like you need to do that because like that's your womanhood that's why god gave you you know uterus and the lady bits mm. like you need to have a child and so when i we were married for a long time and never had children people were like literally like we're gonna find him another another wife like you're oh a my bad god. yeah no they used to go hard and be like you're a bad person um you're going against god because you um aren't birth control um you're sinning like people used to go in on me like your community or your families um it was mainly um yeah community members and also his family and i'm just like so just because i don't want a child now i'm sinning and now i'm like i was like if god really wants to make me pregnant he would like dissolve the birth control in my system and get me pregnant (laughs) if you really believed in god then you would know he's almighty and all knowing they'd be like ah (laughs) how dare you and i'm just like i'm just saying like you sound really dumb right now and so um it was hard to always be like attacked because i chose not to fit into that gender role of like um i didn't want children so that's that, you're that already, was it. You're already like going against the grain, right? And they always used to try to attack marriage, me. Yeah. yeah. So it was like it's hard. Just like your mom said, it's easier because you get attacked once you be like, I don't want to do stuff. Like I don't want to do this, or this makes me uncomfortable. Then you get attacked, and it's just like a lot of people just rather just fit into those norms. Of course, it's yeah, it's uncomfortable having a fight. I mean, I get why she doesn't resist. Yeah. But it like on the outside, as an independent woman, it it like. <clears throat> just bothers me a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. just like, uh, just, you know. I understand. 
frustrating. Do you have friends that are in Muslim marriages that you believe are successful? Do you have that model in your life? No. Huh. It's, yeah, no. But is that because you've left kind of the Muslim community? No, I'm still like, I mean, I, I'm around. You're I mean, still I'm not really, like, okay. I mean, I'm not part of it, but like, I know, you like, I still like talk to people inside of it. It's just like, I never, a lot of their, unfortunately, just keep it at a hundred. Their relationships are very, very bad. Um, the only reason that they're keeping it together is because the women, like the women want to stay in it or they, they have something to prove or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But usually it's just the woman who's taking all the hits, unfortunately. Yeah. So I don't like, I think also because we don't see like marriages and relationships the way um, they were intended. And so now a lot of us think it's just like tainted. So it's like all marriages are going to be like, I mean, I'm sure there are some marriages that are really, really nice and people are working together, but I've never seen it. Well, we're the generation of like, di- you know, they say we're the generation of like divorced parents. Like we're the generation that came out of the the peak years of divorce, which were sort of like 80s, 70s, late 70s, 80s, and 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's affecting, of course, our idea of what marriage is and what marriage should look like, you know? Right. Why would we aspire to something that we've already experienced as being painful? True that. It'll be interesting to see, like, the next generation. If, oh, yeah. If, you know, sometimes things, like, re- go on repeat or they're cyclical or they – Or I don't know. It'd be, I'm just curious to see what, what the future of marriage is. Yeah, I mean, people are still getting married. Um, they, they are. I don't know if it's like at the same rate as maybe our parents. It's, it's people are the age of marriage has scooted up. Okay. So in the seventies, the age of marriage, the average age of marriage was twenty three, and the age of women getting married now, the average we're taking sort of all encompassing in America is now thirty two. Oh wow! Ancient, I know. <laughs> but the wow. fact that the needle has moved at all, like women in their twenties are like are not like, yeah, let's get married. Whereas in the, even as like recently as the seventies, that was the average age of getting married was twenty three. Okay, I think these statistics are like for a certain demographic of maybe like non-Muslims because like in other communities, like that's Islamic a great community, I'd have to look into. No, like, we get married super young. Yeah, like thirty two. Oh god, if but you're a Muslim, is, or you didn't get married at like thirty two. You're like crusted. You're so, so if like, you know, there's probably yeah. some, I don't know. Because there are certain communities that you, you definitely like 32. That's like your parents would like, be like, though you, <laughs> Why are you like here? you're crusty, you're dead, go in the grave. Like your life's over. <laughs> your eggs are dry. It's amazing to me that that philosophy sounds so ancient. I know. I can't, I can't, it's bad. I can't believe that. I don't even delve into it anymore. I'm just like, I'm tired. I'm over it. I love that you just like, oh, like you just took a whole left turn to the other direction. Yes. <laughs> You've lived like two different lives. It's kind of phenomenal. Yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, that's like me just in, on every aspect. Um, that definitely the things that I've learned um, in the Muslim community and in the communities that I was in, um, definitely I do add that to the things that I talk about now, the activism and stuff like that. Just like women's empowerment and just me and having to understand that a lot of times women are afraid of them. Um, just like we're just a lot of women are afraid of men because um, they're sometimes aggressors and stuff like that. And they hold the power right in in the world. And so that they need to understand that it's not all about them and that there are other people with different perspectives in this world. 
And so a lot of like the whole mansplaining thing came from like, well, actually, it's like, stop doing that, like to women, like, just listen sometimes, you know, and same thing for race or religion or like body uh, autonomy, listen to the person that has less privilege than you. And I think that's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Like I have more privilege than um, a dark skinned woman or a woman who is more bigger than me or a woman who has fat in different places than me. I have privilege over her. Mm-hmm. So it's my, I I have to speak for those people who don't have, don't have a voice, you know? And so like, I expect men to do the same thing because you come from a woman and you're going to have little girls. If you do decide to have children, like the woman on the street, your cat calling versus the, your cousin who's 13 or 14, they're both the same. They're both women. And they deserve the res- same amount of respect, whether you're related to her or attracted to her or not. Yeah. So it's just like just getting that through um, is sometimes really difficult to have, a conver- have, to have those conversations for it, for it to get through. Yeah. But God bless um, you for like for doing it. You know, someone needs to be out there spreading yeah. that message. So I, I commend you. Snaps you. all around for like pushing against the norm. And um, even ju- you just saying that out loud, like the more we can say that out loud, the more the people hear that and reiter- it is reiterated to us, like the the less it will be a thing that we have to teach people in the future. You know? I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah. We'll so see. does your, just curious, does your ex-husband know what you're doing with your life right Probably. now? Probably. Because like people in, people sure. in the community, no, nah, I do. Okay. His, oh. <laughs> so a friend of a friend uh, of a friend screenshotted some of the passages and sent it to his family. And it was really hilarious to hear the feedback on it. Um, I was, Cause I was like, who has the last laugh now? <laughs> Um, Good for no, you. they honestly thought like, no, they thought they, they had played me and they did, but I was like, I got you book deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That must I was feel so like, wonderful. as a Leo, it does. Um, I just, I bask in it in the morning. <laughs> yes. Um, you no, just, just look at your book and you're like, <clears throat> there's, just, there's me a whole book deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's fair. Yeah. I think that, um, yeah, he knows. Also, the community members plaster. They they reshare my commercials and like oh, wow. my glamour ads. And they're like in like a and he's way? like uh, no, they're posting it like oh Leah's like Just from Detroit it. and she's Muslim. And she's like in New York doing like amazing things. And wow. so I know he sees it. So yeah, hopefully his wife does too. He's got a new one. Yeah, he actually married the girl that he was cheating on me with in Australia. He married her six months after our divorce. Yeah, what a loser. Yeah, and how that all went down is so Jerry Springer. <laughs> how all that went down is in the book. <laughs> we will save some, we'll yeah, save save some juicy so they can stuff. Purchase so my book, unashamed. Darian, <laughs> shameless I'm so, plug. I'm so curious. Shameless plug. Uh, if, if, if any of this resonates with you, or if anything has like come up for you as we've been talking. Well, one, I want to say this was a great like exercise and just like shutting the hell up and like just like listening you know oh we love you for to, that i wanted to jump in i was like no don't do that <laughs> i felt good for you, you, you. <laughs> no, uh, look at you thank you great. we did that we did that on purpose like yeah, no it's good um uh i wanted the conversation to be balanced mm-hmm. like women talk about this with themselves all the time but we don't move the conversation forward unless we invite other people in on it, but what kind of feminist podcast would I be if I let someone come over and mansplain the, slam, the, <laughs> right. mansplain the conversation? I, w- I definitely didn't feel like I was going to mansplain, but there were no, a I knew times what. I was going to jump in and be like, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I thought, you, I, thought I was going to get a shutdown. Like, no. 
Don't you dare agree. Thank you. I, well, I know right it's now. hard just to like, just as a human being, when you're amped up about That's anything or you have an opinion, just to sit and listen to someone Absolutely. else. Like, for example, you mentioned Taekwondo. I was like, oh, I was a brown belt in Taekwondo. <laughs> oh, really? I just wanted to kind of throw oh, it Oh, cool. There. Yeah. It was a couple of times. I was like, yeah. oh, you know, so. But thank you for listening. Yeah. No. So, um, so yeah, like we, I mean, this is, it was kind of a loaded convo. We were talking a lot about like religion and marriage and just the way that women can be socialized into a certain role in marriage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, it definitely it made me think of my my sister's Muslim, um, my brother in law's Muslim, my nephew, my niece, um, and they're you know they're twenty years strong, um, and my my sister is is hands down you know she she identifies herself as a as, as a Muslim feminist, um, but they also Ooh. recognize that like we are a very kind of special. <laughs> a special case because okay. there are certainly other people in their lives where their marriages have have really kind of crashed and burned and and it, and it has been all the things that you've said about being very kind of ugly and you know f- friends of theirs that like you know it's, do they receive any like criticism or judgment around being I'll take it like what you said like being feminist and being Muslim well I think means. I think in some cases it's um she feels she feels like she's in. Like we talked about privilege. She feels like she's in a, a privileged position. Uh, okay. I think from a lot of her friends, they're like, "Yeah, you know, you're in this great marriage, you know." And so I think that there's there's a little bit of um, I don't want to say guilt, but there's a little bit of like, man, you know what I mean? I lucked out. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luck, right? I lucked yeah, yeah. out that I'm in this really good marriage where we, yeah. you know, where um, yeah, because they, I, I mean, I see them and they're always like, yeah, they're always. They're solid, <laughs> like you know. So they're yeah. all, they're holding it That's down. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. 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 Um, I have to ask you: Do you use dating apps? Do I use dating apps? Yeah. Uh, I used to. I don't anymore. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? What's in there? I just felt like it was. I felt like it started to get. I don't want to say maybe tedious. I I, I didn't like the. I kind of didn't like the small chat that you have to do to. Because you do have to do the how was your day thing. <laughs> As like a softball, but do you gotta figure that out? Do you? Or do you? I guess you could start with a loaded question. Um, who are you going to vote who for? Who are you voting for? I'll, t- I'll try that next time. <laughs> um, but I just felt like it was such a long ordeal just to like get to get off the, the damn app. Yeah, just to be like, all right, hey, let's. Do you want to meet? Is this something that you want to do? Right. Like I'm, I'd like to get to that quicker. And right. So I found that. If you're just really out and about and you're socializing in that way, then that's that's a better way to. So you're trying to, to meet people it. in real life. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I think we're kind of like on this pendulum swing where like everyone was on the apps and then people were like, shit, these don't fucking work at all. <laughs> oh, like a, sometimes I've heard a work. lot of people on my podcast <laughs> yeah. be like, no, I've left the apps. I'm doing IRL only. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm meeting less people, but they're more quality engagements. I feel, exactly. I think it depends on what you want too. Because I've, I mean, I definitely have had some success with those apps, you know. Um, yeah. But not in the sense of like you know anything like I guess meaningful. Or if we're really talking about like if you're really looking for something meaningful and a meaningful relationship, and if you're looking for love, then 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 I would say no. But for other things, if yeah, if you're just looking to like hook up, then keep right. at it. You know, it's like <laughs> keep at it. Love friendship. Of people. <laughs> looking for friendship <laughs> with the male species. <laughs> I also want to know: Have you, as a male, ever felt physically objectified in any way in the way that we, as women? Or anything that Leah has mentioned, like in the way that in real life or just in app conversation, has that ever come up for you? 
Yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's so low on like the totem pole of things in, in the sense of, you know, I, I think somebody has said that I had a nice ass once and I remember feeling like, oh. How dare you? How dare you? Wow, I have beautiful was, eyes. Like, she was very, she was very explicit. Okay. Um, and then there was another situation. Wait, do you like that? Is that a compliment or do you feel objectified? Well, it's, it, it was just surprising. I feel like it was a surprising, like, wow. Cause you, cause it's rare. You don't it, hear it that much. I, mean, I think me, I mean, maybe okay. that's what it was. So in general, if people are hitting you, like when you were on the apps, would people, um, message you and ask you, would they make physical comments? No, I think somebody did send me like a graphic of something once though. <laughs> But not a like a sexual of like no, it was like I think of it was you? like a weird like sexual graphic of something. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love that. That's the worst he's gotten. I'm like, yeah. I'm uh, like, you what is it? Is, is it a vagina? Is it a penis? Yeah, what was, was like, it? I think it was like an animated something. But also, Ew, that's yeah, like creepy. How many like dick pics and just like raw nude pictures have you received? A lot. Yeah. Like, that's so, <laughs> yeah. that's so, I'm so blase. I'm it's like, disgusting. oh, you received an image? How interesting. It's so boring to me. Yeah. It is. But I'm glad you received something because, yeah, welcome to our world. Mm-hmm. What else? Any other observations or anything yeah, that bothered so, you that we said? Yeah, I definitely was thinking about, you know, this notion of being intimidating. And I feel like for a lot of us, you know, I think there's definitely a sense that the, that the rules have changed and that we need to adapt in a lot of different ways. But for a lot of us, that's really challenging because I think we have been accustomed to charming a lady in a certain way. And Mm -hmm. so I think that now we're kind of like, well, okay, so I guess don't, don't compliment them on their appearance anymore. Don't do that. You know? So why is it that a woman with like as many achievements or accolades as say Leah has, why, why is she intimidating? She's not, oh, she's not intimidating to me. No, I know. (laughs) If you had to pose a theory about why that might be intimidating to other men Mm -hmm. what do you Mm -hmm. think i guess uh, i guess in the sense of you know can you hold your own i definitely feel that a little bit sometimes with definitely with like money stuff you know i'm an artist Mm. so i think a lot of in a lot of cases that's where i feel a little like yeah i think that's where i can run into some problems of like letting go of you know the man some, is supposed to be making more money than the woman. Well, not, or I better, I definitely def, better be equal to what they're right, making. Right, and right. if I'm not, then there is definitely a sense There's of an imbalance. a little bit. Yeah. And so, you know, because I'm, a, I'm, I'm an artist and I do a lot of stuff. So I feel comfortable in that, in that area of like, oh yeah, you know, talent and stuff like that and, and charm and, and that stuff. But when you put me in a, a position like that, then that's when I get. I feel like I was just having a conversation with one of my friends about there was a lady that was really in new and it just became very clear. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm not in her tax bracket. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, oh, wow. how you start, hey, that's how you start to feel like, oh, OK, that's how would that you, is, know, you know if you guys not had the conversation about it? Cause oh, no, no, no. But her? it's like I've, I've seen I've known her for a while now. Oh, okay, so now okay. she's with somebody who's making tons of money. Okay. It's like, you know, he's like he's like a Wall Street dude. It's like, oh, of course. OK. Like that made sense. Like I felt it, you know. Interesting. Otherwise, I feel like I'd be in there if I was making, you know what I mean, if I was making a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, so. So, yeah. Does that feel? Does that resonate with you that it like really comes down to the, the bottom line is like dollars? 
Mm, well, I'm an artist too, and like sometimes I live off credit cards, and I try to <laughs> You're like let's connect two masters. Yeah, like it's just like sometimes, and like um, and I let this one guy know that I was dating, and although he was young, but anyway, um, I told him I'm like he's like you doing all these things, like and I don't have enough money for you. I'm like honestly, like I haven't even like asked you for money. Every time I say like activities, it's like museum or something like free, and yeah. like I was like that's not even a situation. I'm dealing with you right now. I know you don't have any money. That's cool, and it still was an issue for. Him. Him. So that's how I was asking, like, do you think it was like, but that was so such another situation. Well, I, I think but. that, I mean, because what we're talking about is like status, right? I feel like all of it is mm. about being able to like have compensation in some, okay. in some way. Gotcha. So, because sometimes when you'll see a dude and you'll be like, why is she with that dude, right? you will be like, oh, because he's got like a ton of money. Or then you'll meet him and you'll be like, oh, this dude is really like funny. You know what I mean? Mm. Or there's something else going on that like, yeah. The idea of that men would kind of play that game of like, what do I have that's of value? That What's my ammunition to bring to the table so that I can meet this girl or at least, or be higher than her? A lot of this is about like status. If it's like, yeah, you're yeah. trying to get to like a certain place, you know, hmm. so, yeah. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. We're learning so much. I know. Just like <laughs> the idea of status on a date. I've never really thought that through before. Not that I have any You've never thought of that before? About stat- like who has the But status. you're doing it all the time. I know. What do you mean you never thought about that? Because like you know that there's that whole joke about to me before you know Chris Rock has that joke where it's like you know uh, so a guy will go on a date and when he goes back to his boys they're like yeah well what does she look like right and then you know a girl or a lady goes back to her her friends and and the first thing they ask is what does he do (laughs) yes true you want to know what does he do right Right. yeah that is true it's a different it's a different yeah yeah, interesting that's crazy interesting. Uh, I don't have any answers, guys. Um, what? We're not going to solve? I'm not going to solve this uh, right now? What's your solution? Tell me. Let's see what happens. I don't know. I'm asking Oh, you. okay. Why would what's you ask solution, the guy Leah? what the solution is? Let a man explain it to us. <laughs> Leah, what's your, what's your solution? Honestly, this is going to be really cliche, but I would just say communication. I think too, people, too many people are super fake. Um our, you know, in social media and everyone has like this facade on. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it's like, they all have like these made up characters. Um, and it seeps from social media out, out into real life. A lot of times mm-hmm. we talk about like status and stuff like that and like looks. And it's just like, we need to communicate better what we're looking for and what we want. Um, or at least have some kind of idea and also be grounded in ourselves. I think that also helps because a lot of times, um, from my experience, relationships do fail is because the one person or maybe sometimes both are not grounded in who they are as an individual. And I feel like if we work, do more self work and also communicate what we need, I feel like that will help a little, like a lot more than what we're doing right now. If we're really trying to find meaningful relationships with people, then that, that requires us to, um, spend a little less time <laughs> off the phone and more kind of engaging, uh, with, with one another. I love that. That yeah. it can't be that. I think a lot of times we feel like, oh, well, I texted that person. So you're connected. Sure. Right, right, right. But you're not having not a, a conversation right. yeah. you know, where you're agree. like seeing them and like hearing what, you know, how they sound. And and so I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do better at that, you know, especially if you're, if you really are looking for something meaningful, a meaningful relationship, yeah. you're looking for love. I feel like, and I think that's the problem is that I feel like so much of us are, we do not have the kind of communication skills that if we were constantly kind of socializing with people in a way, we probably would be better. So true. Yeah. Well, that being said, so awesome to talk to you guys. (laughs) You guys are killer communicators. Uh, Thank you for sharing your thoughts. 
I know you guys listening are not here with us in the studio, but it is important to me that we have these conversations in, in real life, in person, looking at each other across the table. So thank you for bringing your vulnerability and your opinions. I, I appreciate it very much. And I'm excited <laughs> to see what both of you do in 2020 and beyond. So Leah and Darian, thank you so much for being on Hashtag Single with me. Thank you for and having us. Thank we you. will catch you next time. 